The following is a part of the Radio Memphis On Demand service. It originally aired live on Radio Memphis and has been edited for time. That's the Owl Company for you right here on Radio Memphis. You're tuned into Radio Memphis Around the World with me, D. out of Sao Paulo, Brazil. And I'm going to tell you what, rise, because everybody needs to rise the occasion. Speaking of rising, as it turns out, after I went straight into that song, my phone rings. And it happens to me, my buddy, that I was trying to have like this total, total cool life on air moment with, Mr. Rob Yules. Hey, honey. Hey, how you doing? How are you? Okay, I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to miss the call. The phone just didn't seem to uh, <laughs> register. It was ringing, so, you're, you're, so I missed. It. I'm like, it's in my hand, and all of a sudden, I realized I missed the call. So, you know, that's that's so sweet. You actually feel bad. Yeah. So, how are you doing on this, this fine day? What's the weather like down there? <laughs> it's it's um it's fine. Um, my hair is frizzy, so um that should that should tell you enough. Um. Are you getting any humidity going on? There's a little humidity going on. Yes, sir. Yes, there is. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about you because um, I actually um, I was playing a song from a band called Fire from the Gods. They were actually getting ready to go out on tour with um, Five Finger Death Punch, right? And I, you know, you and I we got to catch up this past week, and I remember you were going on tour, and you know we got to talk about a lot of stuff. And I was just sitting here doing my show, and and I thought, you know, I'm just gonna call him. So, <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. And here we are. So, how are you doing, darling? I'm good. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, the the band that I started, um, I guess, man, it's been a few months, maybe six months or something like that. Maybe six months now that we've been working on all this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Evolution Empire. Yes. Uh, we just finished shooting video for the single, and you know, we're still working on getting the record finished and all. But we got the Life of Agony tour. Um, it's uh, the the later half of October and the first half of November oh, wow. in Europe. So oh, wow. I'm really excited about that. Wow. Um, I mean, that's, that's like like total fast forward. I mean, because think about it. The last time that we got to catch up with each other, I mean, you, we we were still trying to like, we're we're just now going to announce the name. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're, we're just, I think we just figured out the name. Like, you know, that was, that was no small uh, task. No. Yeah, just all agreeing on a name and, um, you know. At this point, in the, you know, there's so many, uh, <laughs> not hating it was a good thing. Like, all right, yeah, I don't hate that. It's not even like, oh, it's great, you know, but I mean, so many, you know, um, so many different names got thrown around. So, um, yeah, and, um, Jerry Montano from uh, Hell Yeah and um, Danzig, Danzig for the years, she's playing bass. Oh, and, wow. Uh, Christian Oldie Wolbers from uh, Fear Factory. Original guitar player from Pure Factory. He's oh. playing guitar, so. Oh my God! Yeah, all of a sudden we have a lineup and a ready to rock. So, so uh, initially they were just going to guest on that particular track, and you know we're doing the video, and, they just, and I guess they were they are into it. We all got along really well. Um, we were shooting together in, in Texas. We shot it in Dallas, and um, I don't know, yeah, we all just clicked and stuff. So they were like, you know, we wanted to, they wanted to do the tour, and then we're like, you know. I guess um, tomorrow Christian's going to be doing some more reporting for uh, putting guitars down and all. It's going to be fun. Wow. Excited. Wow. Talk about fast forward. 
<laughs> I mean, man, I mean, look, okay, look, we were just talking, okay, we were trying to agree on a name, and this was this was going to be one of those, we're going to try to put this together, we're going to get our feet wet, and yes, we did mention about, you know, these guys, you know, coming in and, and, and doing some guest, you know, guest spotting, you know, on the album and stuff, and then all of a sudden, here we are, they're in, they're, they're now, these guys are now in the band, you know, we, yeah. book, we booked a, a European tour, um, yep. and, and, I think they're, they're looking for uh, there's possibility of doing six shows in Australia after. Oh my god! Um, with with Charity Universal and um, the Ill Revolution, which is kind of a, a, a I'm not really sure. It's kind of El Nino, but I'm not sure what the there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with the name. So right, uh, you know, I'm not really sure what's going to happen with that, but you know, and I think we're we're working on doing uh, you know U.S. like I mean, like either before um, before we leave for. For Europe, so, all right. We'll see who's around and what's going on. So, wow, you're so calm. Yeah, pretty fast forward. It was, it, you know, goes from kind of being like, you know, I'm not sure what's happening to all of a sudden, you know, things fell into place really quick. Uh, Dave Shavar is managing the project and he's really killing it. So, oh, good for good so, for you, good for him. Sure. Great, great job, great Dave. Thing, he's, he's just, you know, uh, he just hey, you guys want to go to Europe? I'm like, um, yeah. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're going to stay right here. Yeah. Are you oh, kidding? Yeah. I guess that's what I was going to say, sweetheart, is that, you know, and for those of you that are, that are hanging out with us, I'm actually talking to my buddy Rob, and we're just, actually, I'm sharing a phone conversation live on air because, you know, I'm on air, and, and I just want to talk to him. Um, this, you're kind of calm. You're, like, super calm. You know Well, that? it's, uh, <laughs> I took a nap right before you called. <laughs> um, last night, uh, a couple of my friends, my birthday was the ninth of this this month. Yes, and it was. A friend of mine, um, it was his birthday around the same time, so we all sort of went out for kind of a belated birthday dinner. So I was out, you know, not crazy late, but just um, I didn't sleep that great, so I just a little bit of a nap. So if I sound calm, that's probably why. It's because you're just you're you're still laying in bed. No, no, I'm I'm actually pacing. I'm still pacing around. It's kind of what I do when I write something for it. I wear a track into my apartment where I kind of pace around all my furniture and stuff. So okay, <laughs> you're actually pacing around. Okay, yes, I did know. So I did the know that. Cats are looking at me like, what are you? Doing? So. <laughs> I did know that it was um, it was recently your birthday, and um, you know, yes, happy happy birthday. Um, Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. That's funny that um you know again you're 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 so calm about everything that's happening and you know you and i were talking the other day <laughs> i know you love it when, i know you I never know where you're gonna go with something like you know you'll come out and like this it's the it's the laugh. I know it is because you know I'm I'm getting ready to be evil. I almost said it, but I, did you notice? Did you see that? You did you hear that? But I but I pulled back. I pulled back. Yes, because we can't. Yeah, I'm not going to go Southern Girl on you quite yet. Um, right. <laughs> uh, you know we're no we were talking you know the other day and it was funny because um, you know we got to spend some time you know on the phone and it was a it was much needed. Uh, we were able to catch up on a couple of things, and you know, since then, a lot of that conversation has kind of sat with me. You know, for the past you know couple of days, and to be quite honest, you know, you and I first met by you being an artist and me doing an interview with you. You know, and since then, you know, we've just we've had just a, you know a fantastic friendship that's kind of you know bloomed on air, off air, you know, and uh, over the phone lines and everything else, which is which is kind of um, uh, kind of crazy. Um, by the way. 
you know, we were funny the other day when we were talking on the phone because we were trying to figure out, you were like, how long have we been kind of knocking at this? Just so you know, our anniversary is on November the 12th. That's, oh, that was the first interview. No, that was the November the thirteenth is the first interview. November right. the twelfth is the first, first time. Conversation was the night before. Yes, my sister was in town. I think we were on speakerphone, and she was. You were. It was almost like you were pre-interviewing me. You were like kind of bouncing some stuff off me, and I was, you know, I was laughing because <laughs> I got to say, you were hands down the most thorough interview I've ever done with anybody because you did so much homework. Thank you. <laughs> You, you presented so much material. It was, I mean, I'm sorry. You know, hey, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there on you. And, um, you know, what was what was kind of funny is that, you know, I was going through, you know, I was just kind of going through some of the stuff, that, you know, that we were kind of talking about. And, mm-hmm. and again, you know, that's that's kind of how we started. And, you know, and since then, you know, we've, we've actually kind of rode, you know, somewhat of a roller coaster ride together um, on, on where you've been, where you're going and what you're doing and, you know, kind of what your plans are. And one of the things that's kind of really inspiring for me is just to see all the different things that you do. But, you know, again, the last time that we got to, you know, because of the week, you and I get to have fun on air. You know, this is this is this is what this uh, this bit is all about is us, you know, giving off, having fun, actually bringing our conversations that we have off air. We're trying to bring them on air because, you know, we we have we have no class and we have (laughs) we have have not a care in the world. and it just kind of occurred to me the the, the the amount you know the period of time that it went from um you know this is what I'm trying to do this is what I'm trying to put together to all of a sudden you know this one particular project you know with Evolution Empire um, it it went from zero to to Mach ten you know just you know in, in a matter of a couple of months and you know this goes into this goes into watching something happen that people just pray for and it, it takes them years to do does that make sense. Yeah, I, I um, that's I think part of that. Uh, we've touched on this before, but I think part of that is just um, working with people that are really good at what they do. Um, Dave's Dave Shamar has been in the industry for I don't know thirty five years. Right. He's played drums on countless records. He's managed a lot of the acts that he was in. Right. Uh, I know he ma- he managed El Nino since its inception for I think that's twenty years. Given around, um, he knows everybody. Uh, he's got a real clear vision on what he thinks. Um, is going to be a good way to get this this particular project from point A to point B to point C to you know so right. um, you know talking to us and saying well where do you guys want to go with this where do you want to do with this because you know you you know after listening to the material like, you know and and you know I think I've sent you some rough mixes and stuff like that and he's, yeah. you know he's got his idea where he thinks it's going to fit in and um, you know so that's part of why I think he jumped off so much and, and just you know letting people do what they do and not micromanaging and um you know it, it, it and you know there's times when um it's it, not stalled but you know being patient and letting stuff you know letting stuff happen when it's supposed to and not right. you know Right. Um, I, we talked about deadlines. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were yeah, you, you were kind you were kind of funny. And, you were you were Yeah, you know, deadlines are, you know. You were ta- you were being task manager. I'm I mean, I'll say it. It's not a he's not feeling very well online. It's a third line dead. Like the dude's dead. Like that's it. But um, you know, I can be a little bit hard, you know. Um <laughs> when, when it comes to like I, I try to get things done in a timely fashion always and stuff, but you know, I think letting uh you know just letting things happen the way they're supposed to. Again, like you said, in the last few months, so much stuff has developed for this particular project. It has. Um, I mean, just again, and, let that sit for a second. 
Two months. Let that let that sit for just a second. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like we yeah. went from we went from you know developing and putting this together to okay you know name um, you know uh, tours you know overseas tours being booked you know photo shoots and you know and videos and and so let's 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 stop for just a second here. <laughs> okay, and and, and and think about this for and don't get me wrong, you are you are so funny, you know, because you are a task manager, you really are, and I'm not knocking it because I'm that way too. I mean, I'm a jerk. I'm a total. I'm, I mean, I'm a jerk. You know, I'm one of those oh, like. I'm. I'm. I'm just what I'm. A, I can be. What? I, I, what? I can. No, it's, not, it's just you know. Like, well, when you're involved in something, whether it's business or anything with somebody. You know, you have a, a to-do list, you know, there's certain things you're waiting on, and, you know, to me, like, you know, I, I kind of want it, if I'm waiting on it, when am I, what am I waiting for? When is this going to happen? And, and sometimes, you know, especially if you're talking about creative stuff, it, it's not so easy to be like, you know, it's not like going to the grocery store, you know, you, you have to allow a certain amount of chemistry and organic uh, energy to kind of come together and all, and especially when you have a bunch of different personalities uh, and everyone's got their own life and their own set of circumstances happening, you know. Right, um, right. Yeah, I've, I, I definitely have to learn to kind of, <laughs> I've had to learn to kind of <laughs> read a little bit and allow it for, for stuff to kind of happen when it's gonna, and, um, and like big picture stuff, like, all right, if this doesn't get done today, I mean, it, you know, as long as this gets, it gets done the way it's supposed to and, it, you know, in time for whatever's coming, that's why I, I kind of like when the pressure's on because, Everybody pulls together. Everybody's like, all right, we're, you know, this, this is going to happen X, Y, and Z. These people are in town. We're getting this done. And I, I feel like I perform, um, you know, in, in general, I perform better when the press is on. I got it. I mean, I, I mean, you're okay. You like to work under pressure. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know if I like to, but I just do it. It's just, you know, I rise to the occasion better than if, you know, <laughs> if it's on my own, oh, I don't get done whenever I feel like it. Then, you know, other stuff that is causing pressure tends to take precedence. You know what I mean? So, oh, I get it. No, I totally get it. I mean, it's funny. You know, one of the things you just have to like, just kind of touch base on is, you know, you talked about reading, you know, for a second or just kind of, you know, kind of stepping back for a second, you know. Okay. And, and you, and, and I'm talking about you, you, you've also, you know, you've been doing a lot of, um, I don't. I don't want to use the word lifestyle changes, but lifestyle changes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, you like the. I just. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and just run right over it. Um, like, you. You've been. You've been kind of stepping back, but you. You know, you've been doing things like you know, like getting into meditating, and yeah. Yes, I've been so stalking your page. Cool chick that you took that picture with, right? By the way. Um, That's for this one too. So it's. I feel. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, I think. Um, the more your time is your own, for, for me, like, you know, if I'm not working on someone else's schedule, I can be, a, you know, I need to make my own schedule for stuff. So while I'm not punching a clock and, and I have to be somewhere exactly at the same time every day, so forth and so on, if I have my own schedule, you know, I wake up, I get coffee, I go out and read on my balcony for a little while. Right. Um, then I play drums for, you know, an hour, 45 minutes, whatever, you know. You know, some mornings, maybe it's a half hour, some minutes, sometimes other, it's, it's longer. You know, I have my own little schedule and stuff that, you know, by the time my little morning ritual's done, I'm ready to go do whatever needs to get done. And I don't, and I feel like I'm already productive because I, I can't really sleep very late. So this stuff all starts taking place, you know, sometime around six, <laughs> sometimes. 
So, well, um, I mean, it doesn't hurt that where I live, uh, I, I can actually, I have a, a really nice electronic kit that I can play. And there's, um, you know, there's no, the, the building gym is underneath me. So there's no one to wake up. I can play at 5 a.m. if I want to. We'll see. That's um, perfect. That's perfect. And, you know, it's funny. My world works really weird and cool. You know, I've always told you it's like the feng shui thing I always have going on. So earlier in the show, <laughs> I was talking about, um, you know, some, some posts and stuff. And it was, um, you know, there's gentlemen uh, that were talking about, you know, uh, psychological factors and stuff that musicians and artists and stuff, you know, that they have to be able to master in order to in order to kind of get where they're at. And and so that's the reason why I even brought all of that up, because, you know, you were like, you, you were like the total prime example, like, you know, class, exhibit A. Of what I was talking about, you know, about two hours ago, and it didn't even—I I didn't even realize that that was going to fall into play here, okay? Because you know, earlier it was, you know, it was talking about obviously, you know, what you know, what, you know, people have to be resilient, you know, and people have to have a certain focus, and and you know, and, and there are certain things. Um, the, the resilient, the resilient psychological factor for me was a big thing because you know, there's a lot of t- there's a lot of times when a lot of people will get um, they'll let certain situations or certain scenarios affect them, um, whether or not they you know have it their relationships going sour you know behind closed doors or they have you know maybe they're taking care of family members or maybe they're you know they're broke or or, or when this was it was so funny because everybody you know everybody was 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 in this particular example was pushing forward that this was what was holding them back or this was the reason you know what, what their block was and and of course you know then it was um, time management you know and and as far as you know energy okay being you know energy you know, conserving energy and it's not even as necessarily just physical as much as it is mental does that make sense and so you by you making the statements about you know what you're doing as far as getting up having coffee taking out you know and and you're you're very set in that like i'm going to take the time to do this i'm going to take the time to go expand my mind i'm going to take the time to go read and then i'm going to practice for you know a little bit you know and a little bits at a time and what's funny is that you know because you and i were talking the other day and you had made a mention of um you know because you'd been you know recently you know you've been really at it and you've been you know you've been you know having this you know set schedule as far as practicing and you know and things like that but then you were off you know for but what like 10 days or something like that and then you came back in and, yeah and you were like everything was like all cool and great well as it turns out, you know, some of the stuff that I was actually sharing with everybody earlier in some of the studies, it was, you know, it was more effective to have, you know, burst of uh, burst of practices, burst of energy and stuff. It's like instead of trying to cram everything all at one time and not, you know, have, you know, total focus. And so there and I guess my thing, it sounds really weird because I'm like totally beating around the bush or, or beating around the, you know, the subject of the matter. But we this goes back to two months, three months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Of you being able to go from, you know, zero, you know, to Mach 10 with, you know, Evolution Empire and with everything that you're doing right now. And yeah. everything that, I mean, I'm personally going to say something that you applied, you know, you applied it when you started applying yourself and things to yourself. Everything from the moment that your foot hit, your feet hit the ground to you know what you do in the morning to you know when you, you know eat, you know drinking coffee to reading to you know having you know having those moments to take care of yourself mentally and physically and so i mean there's there's been kind of a you know there's been a different there's 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 been a different change about you there's been a rise you know in you um you know this past couple of months you know since like i said since i've known you and so there's um there's a thing and and there's almost like a it's almost like a secret recipe you know what i mean and and i mean i'm not, I'm not saying like we're gonna bottle, bottle you up and sell you although i mean i think i probably could um 
But you know, there's there's got to be something that that makes sense to you when I say all this, does it? Yeah, of course. I mean, and I, I, it's funny. I left the one fan. The first thing I do, all right. The very first thing I do is get the coffee maker going. But then I lose my bed, and <laughs> you know, it, it sounds like something stupid and something small, but I, I'm not even sure. Like I saw somebody there was a post about it a while ago or something like that, and it, I realized that I've been doing it for a while. That it's kind of like the first thing, um, like. All right, now that's done. That's like my first task I do during the day. That that's you know, and, and it's not in the back of my mind that I didn't do that. You know what I mean? So I come home and my bed's not made, and you know, da, 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 da. it just seems like um, that's my first step. A series of steps to be getting to where I have a foundation for my day, and um, and all right, you know, that's done. And and I'm not letting little things slide by. I'm not letting you know. Sure, I'm gonna. It's gonna get unmade again when I come home and get in it later on that night. But right. for some reason, just having that one little stupid thing. Um, sort of symbolic, but um, you know, not not leaving any un, untied up loose ends, kind of a thing. So, well, um, yeah. But it, it's it's definitely it, it has helped, and it, it's funny you mentioned that, like you know, I had ten days. I was you know, I was traveling to I was in Florida for my birthday. I was with my sister. Um, uh, I was in Dallas not that long before that. Right. Uh, I hadn't had a chance to be in my regular routine, and we had you know Generation Kill. I'm still playing darts for them. We have we're doing Bloodstock in England. Uh, August 13th. Okay. It's the night that the Scorpions are headlining or something. So, okay. um, those songs are definitely uh, speedy and, and uh, difficult to execute. And some of the newer songs have some real fast runs of double bass stuff in it and all. And it's a lot of fun for me to play, but um, if I'm not playing them, <laughs> I definitely need to, you know. So, I was thinking, oh, we had rehearsal the other night. Right. Um, it had been maybe two weeks since I've really been able to sit and play. And um, I was thinking, oh, man, I'm going to be struggling tonight. And, uh, even the, the truck driver was like, dude, he was like, you were killing it. Like, I was really just relaxed, solid, ready, prepared. And you know, I hadn't even, I purposely didn't, like, listen all day and stress over it. And, you know, I just was like, going to see where I'm at. And, I, you know, right. I sat down and played, and I was very relaxed and solid. And um, I guess, you know, that's all the time I had spent preparing before that. Preparing. You know, so there it is. Funny. Perfect. Kyle, you're so my pants kind of thing, you know. You were you were such a you don't even know this man. You were such my perfect show and tell person. You know? <laughs> like I mean, because like I talk about all this stuff and I'm like, and then here is the example. Um, which is which is you know, which is ooh, that's what needs to happen. And look I mean, this doesn't go without saying that, you know, there's not a lot of crazy things. There's not, you know, there's not, you know, speed bumps that, you know, or, or you know, roadblocks that you, you know, you have to go through to, to a certain extent. And I guess my, you know, you and I even talking with each other, you know what I mean? You know, we'll get, we'll get like, you know, real nitty gritty about, you know, some stuff that we've got going on in our worlds. And, uh, and I have to tell you, it was so funny. I mean, I am, um, you know, after I, uh, after I got done talking to you the other night, it was, you know, I mean, I was like, okay. I need to like regroup or something, um, you know, and, and and get some things, you know, kind of straight, you know, kind of straight in my head. And I didn't realize, you know, I didn't realize how much of a, a hamster wheel that I was running. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it was just, um, you know, so I did some, you know, it's like okay, I mean, I completely just kind of stopped whatever it was that I normally would do on a regular basis, and you know, I actually binge watched on Netflix, and I, you know, and and and, and it was it was, and of course, I shared that message with you. It was so funny. It was like I'm gonna I'm gonna relax. I'm just gonna kind of get into it. And oh, this Penny Dreadful man, this looks kind of interesting. Oh my God. 
you know? Holy <laughs> yes, crap! Are you kidding? And well, and what was so funny? It, you know, my phone kept. Yeah, you know, I was like on. I think I'm. I'm in season two. I'm like on. I don't know. I'm like. I'm like ten episodes in. Okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways. And so I thought, Great you know, it, it was like six episodes in or something. So my phone kept buzzing, buzzing. I was like, okay, somebody's trying to reach me through Messenger. And it was, you know, one of one of the bands and stuff that were, you know, wanting to ask about music and stuff. And so I went to answer. And, you know, you, you, you answer. And then it's like, okay, let me see what everybody's doing. And then, lo and behold, here's, here's you, you know. My goodness, you know. And you're watching Penny Dreadful. And I'm like, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. you know, get out of my world. Um, which, which? <laughs> it's a funny coincidence. Um, it was a funny hey, coincidence, but that. Something else I kind of feel like I, you know, and someone who I, I don't watch enough time for that. I'm like, listen, there's a certain amount of time where I feel turn my brain off. A lot of times, like late night, like at home or something, but I can't, I can't stop thinking, I can't stop whatever. And right. I would just lay there all night, look at the ceiling. So I'll put the TV on, and you know, sometimes it takes you a while to fall asleep, sometimes it doesn't, but. That little bit of, you know, I can turn my brain off and, you know, get into whatever. And if it's a good show like that, you know, the acting is amazing. The development is great. And, you know, they mix all these different um, characters and stuff from, from horror history and, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's pretty, so. I was, yeah. I was so, look, I'm all, I, I'm, I'm inherently, I believe, I've, and I've said this before, maybe on here and maybe not, I'm not sure. See, I totally believe that once upon a time, like, I had my own castle. Right, like I like okay. okay, like in another life or something. Like I, I'm supposed to have. Oh, a, you mean like an actual castle? Like no, like, like a true know, blue like castle. Like name for your apartment. Of course, yes. Of course, yo, I'm talking total castle, like with a moat and everything that I could like. Oh, a moat and a drawbridge. Absolutely, right. absolutely. And so you know, and, and there's a certain time period that I'm very, very drawn to. So when you know when I started watching, you know, uh, uh, you know, Penny Dreadful. You know, I was already kind of lured in, and of course, you know, I bought. Look, Timothy Dalton, he gets sexier, man. The older he gets, and which I was very thankful for because <laughs> I can't I, really comment on that. You know what? I will. I will. I will. Because look, I remember him. I remember him when he showed up on Flash Gordon. Do you remember that? The movie. The movie. The movie? Yeah, the, the original B movie. To think about that. I mean, I remember the original movie. I just, I'm not sure. If remember, because he's the he's the um he's the, he's the Robin Hood. In the 80s, right? Yes, he's the Robin Hood looking dude that's in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I so mean, I know the character. I know which guy you mean in um in Penny Dreadful because I was watching. I'm not sure if I remember exactly what character he played in. Oh yeah, wait now, yeah, it just hit me. The, the Robin Hood dude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it makes sense, right? It's yeah, right. there you go. Like the green outfit, yeah. Right, the green outfit and stuff like that. And he had the, he had the total hard on for you know for the the chick that you know Ming's daughter, who's like everybody's you know problem. Um, and and you know of course she was playing him, and of course she was trying to play Flash. And stuff. Well, but screw that. Well, back to Penny Dreadful. I mean, it was um, you know it was. I mean, I got lost in it, and I did, and it was like you know six episodes in, and and. It was um, so good and so dark, so yeah, dark. dark. And and of course, you know when you've got you know the you know Frankenstein and you've got Van Helsing and you know you've got um, uh, you, know, uh, you know Dorian Gray mixed in you know with all mm -hmm. of this and it's and so next thing I know I'm like. Oh my God! I'm supposed to be like doing stuff. I'm supposed to be, yeah. you know, whatever. So, um, but and after watching that for a little bit, I mean, I sat back and of course I was going back and forth with you know the conversations that you and I were having, and just right. um, just kind of realizing that uh, 
you know, <laughs> this shit's hard. And and I did not, you know, I did not realize how much I was not, um, how did you put it? Stopping to smell roses. roses. Yeah. <laughs> See, you already knew where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah just being able to kind of relax, turn off the, mm-hmm. uh, the microscope on everything for a few and just, you know, breathe. And I mean, that's, I think, if anything, the television is a great uh, tool for me, for me to help just kind of turn my brain off for a little while. And, you know, I mean, and at the same time, it kind of, you know, like there's a, I think I posted it, I did, I posted it. There's a, a scene where Billy Piper, who plays um, Billy Frankenstein, and um, she does a monologue, you know, just sit, you know, listen, from an acting standpoint. I just, all of a sudden, I realize I'm watching somebody kill a, a, a monologue. I'm like, holy shit, this whole thing about how her, you know, her, her child died and, you know, what happened. And, you know, in the middle of watching, there's a handful of times when all of a sudden I'm keenly aware of how amazing someone's doing, you know, in a scene. There's another part, uh, part in the show, Shameless, where um, right. the girl who plays the older sister, um, I guess, you know, those characters are so well developed. Right, right. just one scene where, you know, it's like you watch her realize that all her plans, all, all the things that she has been building up to are, are falling away and reality setting in and you can see it happening. And, you know, something like that happens. It's just, I get so jazzed up by, you know, I mean, anything, watching anyone who's really doing something at a really high level, whether right. it's, you know, Phelps swimming or, or something like that, but something like artistic like that where someone's really just making something out of nothing. And, like, and, yeah, and doing it. On her, they told her what to say, which doing it in a way that's just transcendent and, and moving and you know, um, you know that kind of stuff can take you out of it, it, it's weird, it can take you out of you know, whatever kind of craziness is going on in your life and, and so forth and so on, it give you a little perspective but you know, that's just kind of what it does for me, so well, I'll probably laugh and go, oh I don't watch television like they're just kind of like <laughs> I, don't, well, I don't either and I mean well obviously you know you know that and so yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for you to come out and say that because I mean so like I, I'm a, I look like a workaholic to you right like I look well, like no, some, but I, yeah, don't quit lying I, I, I you have to do that or I mean it, you know I, I have I have issues sleeping and, and like I said turning my brain off is not very easy sometimes so that's a good way of doing it for me right um, I'm not you know you mentioned uh, mentioned <laughs> um, what we call it, meditating before. I'm not good at it. You know, I don't sit still well. I'm a drummer. I don't know if I'm a drummer because of that or because of that I'm a drummer, but I've been tapping on things and, you know, drumming on the desk since, like, you know, since I was first sitting at a desk and um, <laughs> turning my brain off for a little while and not, you know, running drum patterns through my head or having songs in my mind, you know, all that kind of stuff is a blessing. So, right. Well, I got it. No, I, I, I totally got it. <laughs> you kill me. Well, the funny thing is being inspired, okay, yeah. and being inspired by people that really awesome, do stuff, you know, so so fantastic. Um, there's a thing there, you know, um, and this was, this was another thing that's been sitting with me for a couple of days now um, because there's that, there's, there's that half guilt, half... I'm not guilty as hell because you know this is the right thing moment, and you know you you and you and I were, were having fun with those kind. Of, I don't want to say fun. It was funny, um, you know, the other night of um, 
surrounding yourself with. I mean, we 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 okay. We're, we've talked that idea about you know until until we're blue in the face about you know surrounding yourself with people who are really good at what they do. You know, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Um, but then it was. I think we kind of. I think we went to a, a kind of a different route. Um, in that, you know, w- working with with people that are on point and are very good with what what they do, in that you you know you and I both said the same thing about not wanting to go back. You know. Oh uh, yeah yeah. Yeah oh uh, yeah like oh uh, yeah. Once you have lives, you know. Right. Well. <laughs> you don't want to go back to uh, you know doing things on on favors and trying to you know. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, kind of doing things half-assed. Once you've done things the right way, or you see how how things can be, and how how easy it is to get what you're looking for. Right. When you have you know a team in place and all that, you know, it's it's really hard to kind of go backwards and start doing things like you know, oh yeah, I know a guy will do that really cheap, kind of a thing. Like yeah, but cheap isn't really good, and you know, I don't know. Or or you know, if someone's doing your favor and they're really great at what they do, but you can't complain when they're not doing it in a timely fashion. So, Correct. Because they have a list of stuff that they're, you know, they're they're getting painted. Like you know, like my sister's a hairdresser for her for forever. But it, you know, the last thing she really wants to do is cut my hair after she's been cutting hair all day. You know, when I was a kid, you know, it was different. But right. So wh- when I was visiting, I went down, I went to a barber. <laughs> you went somewhere else to get your hair cut, knowing your sister cuts hair. Yeah. Well, she's been cutting my hair since I was a kid. But you know, I just I didn't want to make her do it. I mean, it was, uh, you know. We're, it was. I guess I was there from, in town for my birthday. We were hanging out, between her working and you know us, you know having fun. Bother her to like go into her job and you know make her cut hair for free and you know. So I just went to a barber and got her got her hair cut. So I know it sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> no, it, well like, I get it. But I mean that's awful. So I, I get it. I totally get you. Kill me. I, I I get it. You know. But what you're saying is is right in that. People, you know, this is not this is not a this is not a part time dig. You know, this is not a weekend warrior. You know, um, outfit here, and this is this is who you are. This is what you do. This is what you know. And if you want to do something, that, you know, I you know I get it. I understand that there's not everyone's in a position to be able to. Um, I don't know. Like, like you said, once you do something in a way that you know, the way that I recorded the drum tracks for this for Evolution Empire was so much fun. You know, doing this forever. You know, he kind of turned me on to a new way of recording and a new way of tracking stuff. You know, it allowed me to be a lot more creative with a lot less pressure. And, um, you know, so going backwards and doing things, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, he's even saying, dude, once you do this stuff this way, you're never going to go back to doing it the other way again. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because, uh, you know, I generally we did a, I won't say which, which cover, but we covered a super intricate, long, you know, opus of a song. And, um, was kind of one of those last minute, like, hey, we're going to do that Thursday. You know, it's like, hey, remember that song that, you know, was really difficult. There's a million changes in it, and there's tons of nuances and stuff that, you know, we haven't played in like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, you're going to play that Thursday. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) You know, I had to muscle through the whole thing. You know, uh, the end result, I felt like, you know, I don't know. Because of the way we did it, you know, I don't know. I'm probably going to end up redoing it. So, um, wow. Doing it. So, anyway, but, um, that's okay. I mean, I, I understand. I totally get it. it uh, there's a thing. I mean, when you work with people that are professional and you work with, and you have everybody that knows what, what's going on, I mean, there's there's a thing with that. Uh, there's also, um, 
Well, it's almost. I mean, it's almost like busting out of a busting out of a cocoon. You know what I mean? And I mean, it, uh, you get that. You get that feeling like you're going to be pissing a lot of people off, or you feel like you're going to be leaving a lot of people at, do- at the you know at the dock. You know, while you get on the boat, you know, and that kind of stuff. But you know, <laughs> hey, uh, what? I'm just. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, there we go. I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm, well, I'm, I'm being very kind right now. I, 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 you know, you, you know that I could be so Scorpio and so just, just, just tag, tag, tag. You know, I can go, I can go there. I can go so there. How, how are things going in your world? <laughs> Oh, oh, my, I just, my world, I don't do anything, you know that, I mean, I, you know, I'm, remember, I'm a workaholic, I'm sitting here trying to figure out yeah, what's I know, going on. I know, I know, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to, uh, uh, add a little levity to what could turn into us. You wanted, you want, you want, yeah, I know exactly what you were doing, and that's okay, because, because, uh, okay, <laughs> let me tell you, look, look. That is not because we're on there, I did the same thing to you on the conversation we were having the other night. Oh, well, yeah, hey, you. Hey, how's your mom doing? You, you know, like, yeah, you're you, like, whoa, you t- You threw a. You threw the brake. Yes, whiplash with a neck brace. <laughs> threw the brakes on. It was yeah. yeah it was insane. But definitely. See, but let me okay. Um, let me show you how good I am. Okay. Now, now that you now that you pulled that, let me show you. How, <laughs> oh yeah, let me show you how good I am. I'm going to start with putting this emphasis on myself, and I'm going to turn the boat completely around. I'm going to do a Jack Sparrow, Pirates of the Caribbean, roll around the rock, you know, so that you can hit you can hit the the seam of hot lava. So check this out. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> You're like, oh down. my God, where's she? Let me stop pacing around my apartment and sit down. All right. I'm where is she going with this? I. I have been like so cooped up in my head of trying to, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what's upside, you know, down or right side up. Um, you know, I got, I, I, I'll be honest, you know, I was going through like this really crazy week where I thought somebody had a voodoo doll on me. I'm not kidding. Um, really? I, I went, I, yeah. I mean, I went from like all, like all of a sudden, I, I had a back spasm. Then I, they thought I had a kidney stone. You know, I, I thought I was dying. Uh, I thought that I was going to be like, you know, going admitted to the hospital. I was in so much pain one night. I woke up. I, I literally was packing my bag. You know what I mean? Because I knew I already had an appointment with my doctor. I was packing my bag because I was like, I'm getting ready to be admitted because something's wrong. And I mean, it felt like total like it like uh, something's wrong. Um, and and there was no, I mean, everything came back great. You know, blood work came back great. Everything kept coming back great. So, I mean, it was kind of one of those things where, like, somebody is, like, super, like, mentally, like, screwing with me. And, you know, they've got some kind of niche. I don't know. I'm not sure. And so, you know, I wound up kind of, you know, kind of kind of separating myself, you know, from that, you know, from those whole ideas. And trying to, you know, maybe get into more of my work. And trying to, you know, kind of read a little bit. Trying to, you know, do a couple of things. Taking care of family, you know, that kind of stuff. And then, you know, you and I had this conversation. Conversation. It was actually not too long ago about it's it's funny about being alone. Does that make sense? And it's funny about um, you know how much you you, you can kind of get into your head about stuff. So then I started thinking. So I started thinking about stuff. You know, started thinking about people in the past. You know exactly where I'm going. Started thinking about. <laughs> started thinking about um, you know why I feel a certain way or why I might have certain issues because you know I've gotten to the point in my game where if you know if if you don't necessarily mean something to me, this is gonna sound so shitty. If you don't mean something you know to me and, and or if you are not really being inspiring i can't you can't be there right now does that make sense yeah 
and and it's kind of triage like you're deciding what you know what what's going to get your energy and what's not what you're going to be able to that was yeah. a, that was a tough that was a tough statement that I just made. You know, I got to pinch yeah. people because uh, I'm I just now remembered I'm in the middle of this radio show, so everybody's gonna be like, "Oh my God, she's a bitch." No, I'm not. <laughs> um, you know, it, <laughs> and, and of course, you know, there was a there was a lot of things, and and I don't necessarily think I even really admitted this to you, um, because I let you I, I spend more time talking about you. Because I do that on purpose. Because I'm, you do, yeah. I'm, I'm a jerk. I've called you out on that. You've called that. You've called me out on that many, many, many times. Um, you know, there was always a thing about um, you know being accepted, or there was always a thing about um, not, feeling like you might fail, you know, in somebody's eyes, or you know, feeling like somebody's going to make fun of you, or that you're not going to, you know, you're you're not going to get picked for the team, or maybe it was just um, you know certain people are jerks, and <laughs> you know, and and I realized. This past couple of days, I was able to pinpoint, and I never, I mean, in all the time I've been on the planet, I can't believe that this ever, this happened the way it did. I was able to pinpoint moments in time now where I was like, man, that boat could have went a different way. Had I thought a certain, had I thought of myself or had I acted a certain, a different way. Does that make sense? And and so, well, you know, and then you you don't realize. I don't I don't suggest this to everybody. It's not like I'm telling you to go 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 down the trip of memory lane, and 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 you know bust open you know things in your head and your heart and 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 figure out where it's coming from. But at the same token, it couldn't hurt, right? Yeah. And what inspired me to do this (laughs) was um. (laughs) Somebody's heartbreak when they were in the fourth grade. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're going there, huh? <laughs> I just, that was just too, look, that is just, it was too precious. It was too, I, see, here's the thing. Domenico oh, I said it. I named her. You named her. I'm so guy. I I feel like we're having a breakthrough. I'm so proud of you. I'm like I like on public. I was in fourth grade. I wrote her a love note because I I think I was girl crazy from like birth. I don't know. I don't ever remember girls being. It's probably because I grew up with my sister around and so you know she tore it up and threw it and threw it at me. It was just horrified and it was just I was you know. Devastated because you know, of course, I'm thinking it's because there's something terribly wrong with me. I, I had nothing to do with the idea that I'm, you know, we're in fourth grade and she probably hadn't really, you know, discovered that boys aren't icky yet. That, but I'm, that boys aren't yucky yet, right? Yeah, and I'm, I'm probably, you know, I, I teased the other night that I'm somewhere in there, probably that little that little scar <laughs> is probably still in there. And you know, of course, I, I, I looked her up on Facebook I, you know, not that long ago. I'm like, oh, there she is. And it's not even there's not even a glint of recognition. As to the person that I remember, you know, from that age, but you know, she was definitely like the one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that as makes funny as that, is. that yeah, just makes um, you just but see that just makes my heart feel so good when you say that. I know that's the shittiest thing I could probably, and just because you're uh, look when we when we first met, and and I mean everybody up here at the station they gave me so much shit. Okay, because I mean they saw your look, dude. Please, really, they saw your pictures. I saw this stuff. They're like, oh yeah, of course you're doing an interview with him. Well, you know, this is like totally selfish. I'm like, shut up. So, um, 
<laughs> but at the same at the same token, well, it would have helped if you would have pulled up some of the pictures where I wasn't wearing just my underwear or whatever. But, but that's all there was. The what are you talking about? There's, uh, like, I was like the general search. Look, it was Rob Yules, you know, and just hit images, and then that's all yeah, there was. Well, yeah. Okay, come on. Just, so just the bodybuilding stuff. I mean, that's kind of what you know. Every time I if I'm visiting my sister. And my friend asked me, if, you know, his family and everything. If, this were, if we're at Hooters having wings, when I come out, <laughs> my sister's Googled me for whatever the waitress is. And I'm like, oh. No, my God. See, your sister gets yeah, it. At least, she, am I at least dressed in this? No. No. Half the time, you're not. Most of the time. No. Wait, I think, you know, it's like, the. I mean, when you being conservative is your 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 shirt, is the front of it's open, and it looks like you're getting ready to undress. So the insinuation is there anyway. So, yeah, I've already checked it all out. <laughs> <laughs> and you just made yeah, I know exactly what this it was like the Clark Kent, you know, kind of Superman <laughs> thing under it. Yeah, I know. Well, when I when I when I was you know when I was getting ready to do that first interview with you, and and of course I'm I'm trying to find stuff about you to talk about, right? Um, <laughs> and I shared that picture with you when you're like the total heavy, you know, the heavy metalhead kid with the long hair, and you're skinny as a rail, right? And, compared to now, for sure, yeah. Well, right, and you're, and, but you know what was so funny is that there's this, there's a sweet innocence about that one, that that version, that every time I talk to you, I mean, I think about this, I think about this kid, you know, I do, and 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 so that's kind of what's you know that's kind of what's in my head, and so when you were telling me about, um, you know, your fourth grade, you know, heartache and heartbreak, <laughs> it was it was it was one of those I realized I realized that. That opened the door for me to like I was kind of going back in my head, not on purpose. It wasn't like I was going directly to a certain scenario where I knew to go. It was just I just kind of opened up and I was like, man, I just kind of wonder, and you know, what made me feel about this, and why do I feel like this, and why why do I feel like you know this, and and um, it started just snowballing, and yeah. and 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 being all 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 crazy. Although I will tell you, when I was in the third grade, I got my first love letter. You know, from a guy. His name is Billy Boring. Yes, his name. His last name was Boring. Okay, and he lived okay. up the street from me and stuff like that. And I'll never forget. I still. He gave me a card on Valentine's Day. You know, and you know how like when you swap out cards with everybody and your classmates and stuff, and your parents would take you to like you know the the local store and you'd you get that you know Valentine cards you know pack you know fifty of them so you can give them all out to your classmates. Yep, yep. Okay, right. No, he <laughs> bought he bought like a Hallmark card card. For me. Oh wow! He went out. He went yeah. all out. Yeah, he went all out, yeah. and 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 it was um and it was it was that some sweet you know as far as something for Valentine's Day and on the inside of it it was like P.S. you know will you go with me with the heart with an arrow and it had check yes or check no and it had the boxes <laughs> had no. the boxes had the box I still have it. I still now, have. Can you imagine it. if you ripped it into shreds and threw it in one like. Oh, well, and that was and that was why I sat there when I thought about it. you told me that because I remember I I love I loved it you know I thought I was like well this was like the coolest thing that ever happened like on the planet you know what I mean and and so for you to tell me what happened I'm like oh oh women 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 suck oh my god we have such the power women are horrible creatures. Well, you know, they have moments, you know. <laughs> they have moments. I just... I think, um... <laughs> and it is funny to me because, like, you know, I, I don't remember who I was talking to or where, how that came up, but it, it definitely resurfaced in our conversation. And I think that 
stuff like that when you're a kid, right. it's just, you know, there's that little seed of there's something wrong with me that gets planted. And, um, right. you know, it's funny because in the, in, in the world, we're like constantly fighting all different kinds of stuff. You know, the world's constantly trying to seemingly, you know, fighting and to make, you know, to make money, to pay bills, to do this, to do that, to, to get ahead in your career, to get ahead. Right. You know, just to, to get a, a handle on on where you fit into the world and all this other stuff, and um, it, it's it's, uh, it, it's it, the idea that you know you could kick yourself in the balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's bad enough worrying about someone stabbing you in the back or a betrayal from a friend or or a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend cheating or who's lying to you or who's this. But if you can actually, you know you know, wind up and take a good swing and kicking yourself in the balls or, or the ovaries or whatever. I mean, it's because we're women. <laughs> right, you know, right. We need to be able to get a handle on our own insecurities and our own self-sabotage and our own, um, you know, um, yeah, if you, if, it's like the president. If he doesn't vote for himself, you kind of think maybe he knows something you don't know, you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> right. And that's, I think, I think yeah. that's what, that's what, what, what happened this week. Yeah. Yeah, on you know the conversations and stuff that you know that we were kind of having because, you know, I'll be honest. I mean, there's a part of me that was kind of self sabotaging some of the stuff. No, I mean not like like not like totally on purpose. I mean, okay, look, I mean, well, it's seldom on purpose. You know, some usually <coughs> people don't um, purposely you know do something stupid to, to but you know so subconsciously, you know, the guy who goes out and gets shit face drunk the night before a big job interview in the morning and shows up there stinking of booze. You know, he didn't purposely not want the job, but somewhere in there, he's self-sabotaging or, or you know, well, a number of other scenarios like that. And, right, um, right. Or not, not being prepared for some thing. Like, I think that's part of where some of this ritual I do in the morning where, you know, um, if I'm not prepared for whatever, you know, I was, one of my social, I, I don't know, remember what, it might be Facebook, but, you know, luck is when preparation means opportunity. Right. And, um, you know, that goes for, uh, you know, relationships, friendships, work stuff, music. You know, if, if you're, you're doing your due diligence, trying to, like, like you're, you're preparing somehow by kind of going back, sorting out your past, and, and finding out which moments, you know, may or may not be still affecting you to some degree. And, and you know, letting go of whatever your responsibility and that, you know, owning what's yours. And right. forgiving the person for, you know, I, I, I think I mentioned that. I don't know if I mentioned this in a conversation with you or not, but um, there's a really, really good friend of mine um, who struggled for years with addiction and, and self-sabotaging. I mean, right. ruined his life several right, times right. over. And I, I guess during one of his journeys in trying to get better, he had a memory come back to him uh, where, you know, he was, I think, eight or nine. And this gentleman, not gentleman, some guy, stranger from out of town, um, Hey, buddy, you know, I'm building a fort in the woods kind of a thing. Why don't you come help me out? Right. And he assaulted him at knife point in the woods. And he completely blocked it out. What? And when this memory came back to him, you know, he realized that all this horrible stuff he'd been doing to himself was behind all this weird guilt and shame that he'd been hiding from something he even blocked out mentally. And, um, oh, my you God. Know, he, he, you know, he, he had so much hatred towards this person. And it took a long time even after it came back for him to deal with it and get to the point where he's... And listen, he's, a, he's the kind of person that, you know, he goes into mental health institutions and stuff like that and, and speaks, speaks to men about men's issues and stuff. And now he brings this up 
you know, like I'm talking about practicing every morning. He talks about this like it, it's, it has no power anymore. And he said one of the turning points for that was um, he, someone had suggested, you know, do you really hate him? He was like, I have a seething, burning hatred for that man. And he was like, pray for him. Pray for right. him. You know, and he was like, right. so disgusted with the idea at first. But because you, you know, listen, when you're in the, when you're in the position where you're trying to really get better, you know, and you're willing to take suggestions, even as horrible of a suggestion as you thought that was, so the minute that he did it, he felt a thousand times lighter because, you know, praying for that person, it's like he was letting go of um, that hatred he was carrying around for all the all that time. It's heavy, you know what I mean? And, and when he finally, you know, we're kind of, you know, he's not forgiving him, but letting go of the responsibility of hating that person because it's it just weighed him down for so many years so you know he, he said that that was one of the turning points and I mean not that everyone has that serious situation I mean many people do but um, no it, just, it makes perfect sense is, that moment in your life that you're that you're realizing was pivotal in putting you in a direction that maybe you didn't want to go into or maybe it's holding you back or a sticking point in some other part of your, part of your life right um you know, sorting that out, owning the responsibility is part of it that's yours, and letting go of and forgiving the other person for whatever their their part in it was right. uh, is a good way to start moving on. You know, it's it's so funny you say it like that because so we spent some time, and this is the other thing that I've been like you know filling my brain with now for what a couple of days, um, the law of attraction thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I tried this. I, I, I talked to my best friend last night, and uh, she's so southern. She's she's like she's beauty queen girl. I got the wave down and the hairdo to go with it. Southern, okay. I love her dearly. We've been we've been, we've been the best of friends for over twenty something thirty years. But she's yeah she's that chick, and it was okay. it, it was so funny. We were talking, and I mean, and mind you, she's actually she's a little more brilliant than that. I mean, she's she's pretty smart, and savvy. And I said something to her about law of attraction and when you say that statement there's a lot of people that will first listen to it and they're like okay law of attraction is about me being attractive and things attracted to me and and it was like <laughs> yeah you know and i'm like okay that's pretty shallow never mind I, spoken like a true beauty queen yeah. right, right. <laughs> like, so like, oh my god oh my god okay look okay you're, this is not what we're talking about you know and it was, you know, it was, it was more, you know, and I was explaining to her, I said it was more of what you're putting out into the universe as, as to, you know, what is going to come back to you. And that sounds karmic. It sounds like the karma thing, which as in essence it is, but your, your instance with your friend, you know, as far as having hatred, you know, the, the, the feeling of having hatred puts hatred, puts the energy from you out into the universe of hatred. So if you put that energy out, then that is what is going to be. That is what you're going to attract. I think also in his case too, all that unchecked hatred gets turned inward on himself. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. and that explains his behavior: self-destructive, uh, blaming himself. You know, and, and having all that that pent up rage and all that, and, and with nowhere for it to go. Uh, you know, I'm sure. You know, I'm pretty sure he had violent outbursts and stuff like that too, but. You know, I, I, I mean, I've had some, some bouts with self-destructive behavior and stuff like that, and I feel like right. I, I was, you know, treating myself in a way that if someone else treated me the way I was treating myself, you want to kill a person, you know what I mean? And I know oh, yeah. said that specifically, that, you know, had someone else treated him the way he was treating himself, you would have wanted to murder the person. So, you know, unchecked, having all that, 
Hang on, where you go? Hang on. There you are. Yeah, of course you're going to attract that, and you're going to attract trouble, and you're going to attract people who are also like-minded. So, right. Um, but yeah, putting out, trying to be a positive person, and looking for, um, looking for the solution rather than looking for another problem. Um, we probably all have someone in there, you know, someone in your life that you know will come to you with ten problems, and whatever solution you give them, they got ten more to go along with than one solution, ten more problems that are, you know, why that solution so good, and you know, right, um, right. You know, living in the solutions, not necessarily, you know, staying stuck in the problems, because you know, sometimes there is no uh, easy way uh, around something. You know, it's just you have to go through the middle of it, like that. You know, this is my friend. The only way for him to get past that or to go right through the middle of it and feel all that and deal with it and you know that, that saying you know, feel, deal and heal and you gotta feel it all you gotta deal with it and then, and then you can start to heal but and, you know trying to run away from how you feel or run away from the negative stuff that you're, you're trying to hide from um, he did more damage to himself trying to run from it than he, than he did just actually going through the middle of it and feeling it and, and seeing someone who's able to talk about something that is such a serious thing and he talks about it like you know very matter of fact, it has no power over him anymore. Well, all. that is serious, but I mean, no. it's super serious. But I mean, think about it. It doesn't necessarily. It's not even those kind of moments, you know, that we're talking about. It could be, you know, it could be something else. It could be, it could be an accident. It could be a traumatic accident. It could be, yep. you know, it, it could be, you know, somebody that's, you know, you know, picking on you and you know, and, and you know, throwing you know, stuff at you and stuff. Which I mean, which by the way, happened to me as a kid too. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. coming to the yeah. south. I mean, coming to the south. I've, I've, yeah, maybe I've mentioned this on the show or not. Coming to the South, you know, we moved. We moved from New York, and we we moved in the middle of, you know, elementary school, going into junior high, and you know, and we you talk- did not take the New York accent with you then. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I get, it depends. Now, if I talk to my dad, it'll come. It'll come completely back. Now, when we when we first came here, oh, it was it was it was you know, what are you looking at? You know what's wrong? Well, you know, what? You know, do you want me to be your friend? Fine. Yeah. Oh no, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was totally, it was totally like that. We've been here so long that you know we were able to rub, yeah. rub off on it. But you know, there was, there was, you know, it, pe- it takes me a matter of hours. Like, I, I did an appearance in um, uh, Kentucky. It was some big um, competition down there, and the, one of my sponsors brought me into the table and all. And, it was only a couple hours where I was saying y'all to everybody, and I'm kind of a feeling, you know, like, you know, you know when you're talking to someone, you got to kind of speak their language and get into, you know, so I was yelling everybody, and, every, and nobody yeah, like, I was yelling everybody. Yeah, you know. You have got to. <laughs> When I was in India, you know, all of a sudden you start saying things kind of how they're saying it, but they don't, you know, they're like, finally, someone who speaks my language, you know, it's funny, so. You have to, okay, look, <laughs> you have got to master how you say darling. Because if you, if you say darling a certain way, man, that's like that's like the ticket. That's the meal. That's the meal ticket. Yeah, I used to work for a company. I was doing purchasing for a, um, <laughs> a packaging company for years, and uh, there was a company called Legas. And the girl that worked there was from New Orleans, and she would say, "Oh, hey, darling, how you doing?" And I would say, "Oh my god," you know, it, it would just melt you. You know, if it's said properly, if you say it's it, the most powerful words in English language. It is. It is, man. I keep it um, in my. I keep it in my back pocket at all times. I, 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 that was so crappy what I just said. Yeah, I do. That's, well, I mean, it's just becoming so natural of my, you know, of, of my conversation. I mean, if I like you, you know, it'll come out very easy and very fluent. You know, you know, darling, sweetheart, honey. You know, I, it's like if I like totally, like totally great in the moment of where I'm at, and I, and I like where I'm at, and I like who I'm talking to, and it feels great and stuff. You know, they'll come flying out the window. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, it, it'll, it'll, it'll melt. That'll, that'll melt the coldest heart. 
that word the right way. Ugh. See? See? Yep. But there's the, so the law of attraction. I mean, and I think that was um, that was a thing because you go back and you realize, you know, there were certain things that you know maybe you were on track for. Or there are certain things that maybe you were going to get into or that you were going to do or you know whatever. And you start, you know, you start filling yourself with these particular thoughts and you start filling yourself with these particular um, feelings. You know what I mean? And, and, and these things happen. And, of course, I mean, it sounds really deep as far as what we can get into. But this is where that conversation went, you know. And You're talking about, like, the visualization aspect of it. And, um, yeah. I mean, people have vision boards. And, um, you know, I, I, I remember when um, The Secret came out. You know, I was I was engaged at one point. And, um, I mean, just to take a step back, just to um, one of the things, you know, I was, uh, when I first started working out, you know, like I was reading Muscle Fitness Magazine, Muscle Fitness Magazine, they were passing it around and like reading this article about that. And I remember like looking at one of those, you know, looking at the articles, yeah, like these guys aren't that big, you know, I don't know what made me think that, but it was almost like some sort of an echo of something to come. And it wasn't like I was purposely going, oh my God, I want to do that, you know? Right. I just, it was something that popped into my mind that I could somehow or another, I, I don't know, like I said, maybe it was the echo of something to come because I ended up in about 40 or so issues of that and a couple covers on that particular magazine. Right. And um, I mentioned to you that, uh, you know, I, I guess once something happens like that, I'm, you know, I'm sensitive to it. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, I, I'm having like kind of a flash like I did before. So we were in Dallas recently and Rock Oklahoma was going on and it was there with Dave and I think... Um, Fieldy had given us artist passes. So we were backstage, you know, the, the main stage. Right, right. The stage, we watched Hate Parade, we watched, you know, from the side stage. So I'm standing there, this humongous main stage while Corn is playing, and I'm about, I don't know, 20 feet away from um, from Ray, the drawing for Corn, watching him just destroy everything. He's amazing. So much fun to watch that guy. I filmed him. I think I posted some of it on my social media. So, um, okay. Yeah, I did. I posted, you know, I think it was uh, a, a clip from God the Life, just watching him. flipping his sticks around like nothing and, you know, just having a, so much fun watching him. And, um, you know, I look out from the side of the stage and there's like 60,000 people in front of me. And, you know, I'm just, you know, again, not like I'm saying I'm purposely visualizing on purpose, but something about that. Um, you know, the tour and the, the, everyone, you know, the text and all the stuff going on backstage. I remember thinking like some weird echo of something. I wonder if this is going to be something, you know, a few years from now where I'm kind of doing not obviously necessarily on that level, but you know, and then all of a sudden we get, we get notified we're doing this tour in Europe and right. uh, I'm playing Bloodstock. Right. And, um, I think, I mean, just, yes, I, I, I think that there, yeah, there's a whole energy exchange that's happening on something like that. Yeah. Okay. In a certain situation, can really help you kind of get get yourself in that mindset, and uh, that's why I think we're talking about the law of attraction, where you're really, you know, you kind of draw in what you're what you're picturing, and uh, I don't know, very interesting stuff, though. Okay, so like you want it, and you visualize it, and you picture it happening, and you know, you start taking steps and being prepared for that to happen. You know, I mean, you know, I, I couldn't have gotten. Uh, <laughs> I would, I, you know, if, had I known what would have had to go down for me to end up in a Muscle Fitness magazine. Right. Uh, so many things had to fall in place between the first time I thought that and when it happened. You know, was, you know. There was a lot of, yeah, there, there was a lot of things. Yeah, that tons, of, tons of preparation, tons of, um, you know. <laughs> programs, <laughs> exercising, working out. Yeah, working out and all that, but. You know, I had to meet a certain person that was that taught me into competing, and he was, was going to coach me and to you know do well and, and send me to 
um, Nationals in Dallas, he actually said to me, he goes, you're going to go there, you're, you're going to get smoked, because I was just starting out. I was my first year competing. He was like, you know, you're going to get killed, but you're going to get work. He's like, you know, trust me. So, I don't know, I just did what he told me to do. And I went there and I met Adam Silver, who uh, strengthened it, was um, an agent for Silver Models. And before I know it, I'm getting sent down on auditions and stuff like that, and that's how that all happened. But, you know, I had no clue looking at the magazine and going, hey, I could probably do that, that that was all the stuff that was going to have to happen. But, wow. Uh, but, you know, visualizing it, I guess, and, you know, and, I, you know, part of that, too, I think, is when you're, when you become aware that, you know, I don't know, if something you want to do, you got to start what goes into it and what you're going to have to do, what steps you're going to have to take, because, like I said, you know, luck is preparation meeting opportunity. So, right. I was prepared, so when the opportunity popped up, Boom! It happened. You know, had I walked in there, you know, having none of done none of that stuff, I wouldn't do nothing. It wouldn't have happened. So, right, um, right. Equally, you know, if, if I wasn't prepared to, you know, play drums or do or do songs or do or do a, you know, to do this, I don't know. You know, you saying. I get it. No, I totally understand. It. I totally get it. And there was a, there was a whole, there was a whole um, lesson in that. So like this whole source, soul searching thing, you know, that wound up happening this past week. Um, you know, yeah. it was. Um, it's funny you bring up the word vision board because I was like, you know, I'm gonna make me one. I'm gonna make. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Okay. I'll, you should. You should. Well, you know, right. And this sounds, sharpens your pencil for what you really want. You know, it's something specifically to picture in your mind. So that when things start happening, you're aligning your life. Like all these small little decisions that go into getting to where it is you want to be, you know, you start to kind of line things up, you know? Right. I, and, you know, the, the energy and the attraction of, of you know, of all those things falling into place for you. Um, <laughs> you have to know, like, you know, what's that? I always think, well, like, well, you know, what, do you, what would make you happy? What would be something that we, you could say, well, if this would happen, you know, my life would be better or whatever. And a lot of times you ask for that. They don't have an answer for it. A lot of times they don't. make you happy. I don't know. Well, your <laughs> chances of it landing in your lap by accident are like none. You know? So if you kind of have an idea, and I think that's one of the things about having a vision board is, you know, whether it's where you want to live or the job you want to have or the person you want to have in your life or the relationship you're looking for. Right. Um, you know, if you can kind of get a mental picture of that. You know, didn't um, we uh, didn't we ask this each other this question at one point in time in, in, in our career on this was what was going to make you happy, like what what was going to make you? I think one of the other, one of these other discussions we had when we touched on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we and we we so sidestepped it and we never answered it. I got it. Um, so that's why I kind of like threw it back into the conversation. I'm such a jerk. Um, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's me fishing. <laughs> um, there's a lot. There's a lot to be said. There's a, there's a lot to yeah. be learned. But I wanted to um, at least take the opportunity to um, thank you because um, you kind of opened up my brain on a couple things this past week. Oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm happy to, to be able to do that. Um, you know, and you making me talk about some of this stuff too. I, I mean, you know, it, it helps sharpen my pencil. Do well, what? Look, sometimes, sometimes you. You know, you think you might know what you want. You know, right. like, I, I think I said this the other night. Like, you know, I've never really been on, like, a, a month-long tour anywhere. Right. Um, so I'm going to miss the kitties and stuff. But, I mean, I, I may I may not want to be away that much. I mean, you know, when I was younger, it's all true. I didn't know what I do. But, you know, um, I think I've heard other people say this, that it's the kind of thing you have to you just have to do it. And, you know, either you love it or you don't. But um, it's hard to... Um, you know, all the, the little nuances of being on the road and all that, we'll, we'll see if I'm going to like it or not, you know? You will. I mean, was your, your story is different because you're like, 
you went from zero, you know, to to Mach Ten, and like you know, people that were with like you know Fear Factory and and all these other groups and stuff there that are now in your band and stuff. And so, yeah, you're gonna. I'm okay. I'm not even going there with you. You know, you're you're diff- that's a different story. But at the same token, just kind of like you kind of willed it. You know, so I mean, I'm proud for you, and I'm not listening to you. Just that all in the same sentence. <laughs> you're like that. I'm so proud for you. And then it was like one of those things where like, yeah, you don't get to you don't get to talk to like, what if I don't like it? Yeah, no, I'm that. Yeah, you will. Stop it. <laughs> you know, just don't well, even. You know, like I said, you know, like, might, I'll miss the time. Um, I'm sure it'll be fun. I, at the very least, I've seen all these different places. Um, I mean, I think there's four or five dates in England, four dates in Germany, right. uh, Zurich, Switzerland, um, Holland. Belgium, I can't. I mean, it's a long, it's a long list. So, and I think they're adding dates as we speak. So, see, it should be fun. That's gonna be crazy. All right. Yeah. So, when you get the, we'll have to touch base while I'm on the. If, if I don't know how the connection will be, but it'll be fun to be able to, you know, do this again from one of those cool places. We'll figure something out because we might be able to figure something out from like Google Hangout or something like that. Um, oh, right. and, 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 I don't really know anything about that, but yeah, I'm sure you'll figure it all out. <laughs> well, right. It's one of those Google like Hangout. Like yeah. That, uh, we'll figure we'll figure some of that out, and then of course you know once you get some of the U.S. dates and stuff, you know, I definitely want to know about. Yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be even better. I, I'm hoping to get down that way. That'd be great. You know. Um, that would be crazy because <coughs> you owe me a bottle of wine. Oh, <laughs> Cape Red. Yeah, a little bit of cake bread. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, if I can get like a, a sponsorship from them, but you know. Hey, you know that know, would be kind of cool. Sponsor drummers. Because but. yeah, this this whole this whole you know interventional inter- interventional like you know a possible you know moment for like law of attraction you know in in this life life coaching session brought to you by <laughs> cake bread. Brought to you by cake bread Cabernet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what the best conversations happen is over that and a glass of wine. So yeah, they need to go ahead and hear that part, just to let them know that we would be so supportive of that because we have these conversations together all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just, um, honey, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's almost like if we don't catch up over a certain period of time, it's like it's just going to take longer when we do. So, you know, we end up on the phone for hours at some point. So if we have too much stuff to hash out, four, yeah. four hours. Can you believe it? <laughs> four hours. I was like. Dude, that only felt like, I don't know, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was shocked. I even looked back. I'm like, <laughs> was a time change, you know, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Listen, you you go have a, you have, you, you go take care of yourself and stuff. I'm going to play one more song, and I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to enjoy a cup of coffee that my, my partner brought in for me. Um, Very nice. Because I'm like, yeah, I know, right. And see, this is like the whole positive law of attraction. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Put it out there and think cool well, things. Put it out there so anyone else who's visiting anytime to bring her some coffee, tell them how you like it. <laughs> that's it. You gotta ask for what you want at this point. You know? That's apparently that's that's the ticket. Is that you kind of you kind of have to ask for what you want and and you have to put it out there. You have to put yeah, it out yeah, there, yeah. right? Literally in this case, you put it out there on the radio waves. Uh, anyone showing up will know. Mm-hmm. Like well, you you have you have become near and dear to me, and you've helped me out with so much, and I can't thank you enough. I really can't. But no, I appreciate that. And you know, like I said, all the conversations we have, they, they stick with me too. So, um, and it's it's fun to be able to do it in this venue because um, 
There are now. There's a record of it, so I'm almost I, I can be held accountable if need be. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. But uh, you said it. You said, yeah, I know. Ah, uh, well, what? Yeah. I just yeah, yeah. You did. You did. Right. Have go have an afternoon, honey. You and I, we're going to catch up here shortly. All right, sounds good. All right, babe. Thank well, you again. I hope that whoever out there have a good day. You, um, thank and, you. And you know, we'll talk soon. Okay. All right, baby. We'll talk soon. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, Rob Yules. You know, a little life on air moment. Yeah, I felt like that was a total life, life lifestyle coaching. You know, we're going to make you, we're going to help you get through this whole deal. Um, good stuff. I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and play you one more song before we get out of here. That was a little extra for you right here on Radio Memphis Around the World. The proceeding was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated and originally aired live on Radio Memphis. Any offers or advertisement contained may not still be valid. All rights are reserved and copyright is held by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. For more, look for all the RMOD players at radio-memphis.com. <laughs>